Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we are here to talk about free agency. We're going to tell you who the Panthers must, absolutely must go after. And if they don't, well, they could also go after some of these others. <laughs> but we've got we've got a, a list of five or so each, and then we're going to talk about some other guys too. So, But uh, free agency is right around the corner, Jerry. Yeah, we we're actually putting a pause on the draft profile. I know last week we were, we kind of missed out due to family obligations we both mm-hmm. had. So, you know, we'll be back with that next week, probably with some hopefully fun free agent signings for the Panthers. Maybe yeah. some breaking ones. Fingers crossed. Some big names or good names. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, we might. Uh... Well, we'll talk about logistics later, but we will be back with, like Jerry said, we will be back with the draft profiles. We've got a few more to do. Um, definitely got to talk about that Mac Jones, Jerry. Wow. Future Panthers quarterback, Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Unless. That's like, that's like taking the really bad cold medicine when you're a kid. Like, you know you mm-hmm. have to do it, but it's like, oh, I don't want yeah. to do this. Like, it, it's probably going to help you, but it's going to taste real bad going down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so we will get into free agency today. Uh, we'll talk about some franchise tags, some surprises, uh, both ways. And uh, but first, we'll start with NFL news. Jerry, take it away. JJ Watt signed a two-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals, worth thirty-one million dollars, with twenty-three million dollars guaranteed. Kind of surprise. Everybody said he was Bills, Browns were like mm-hmm. the finalists, and Steelers. And then out of literally within hours after that being released he signs with arizona i mean good for him that's a nice payday for someone i don't at tail end of his career i don't think he's worth that much at this point yeah definitely past his prime uh and that's a near like you said 23 million guaranteed that's nice um yeah he's joining up with uh with his old buddy deandre deandre hopkins um who i guess uh, from what jj watt was saying just they we're in constant communication. And I think JJ enjoyed the free agency process. He had never really gone through that mm-hmm. before. So, you know, good for him. I, I don't particularly like JJ Watt. Uh, I mean, he's a great player, but I've never really liked him. Uh, but, you know, nice job. Uh, Miami Dolphins will release linebacker Kyle Van Noy just one year after signing him to a four-year $51 million contract with $30 million guaranteed. I really wanted to mention this just because of the simple fact. I know I just said we want to hear some big names and stuff. This is a big name that was signed last year, one of the top free agents, and they're already moving on. I don't think he had a bad season either. No, he didn't have a bad season. Uh, I mean, he did. I don't know if he had a season worth thirty million guaranteed. No. But man, that that is a lot of money to pay for one a line for one year of a linebacker. Uh, I don't know what the dead cap is on that. It's got to be ridiculous. But uh, man, I, I mean, good for him. I guess he'll go out and get another payday. Yeah. I. Uh, and he didn't have a ba- again. He didn't have a bad season, and he fought through injuries. It was just okay. Moving on. Tampa Bay Bucks linebacker Levante David signed a two-year, $25 million deal. This kind of makes me sad because I secretly hoped that we would sign him and or at least get him away from the Bucks. It would have been nice if he had gotten out of the NFC South altogether (laughs) if he didn't come here. But uh, that seems like a a bit of a hometown discount. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the best linebackers in the league. And to get him for that deal seems like a steal yeah uh he was a huge part of their super bowl run so mm-hmm. good for the bucks bad for the panthers i think the new york jets general manager joe douglas says they will answer calls for sam darnold trades wow just throwing that i mean usually <laughs> you don't say that usually you're just like throw it through the grapevine you don't go out publicly and say you're answering calls yeah i mean it's that's pretty that tells you that they are probably focused in on taking a quarterback with yeah. number two, uh, which is one less quarterback on the board for the Panthers potentially. Uh, the rumors are that they loved uh, Zach Wilson at two, 
So, you know, the Sam Darnold becomes expendable, and if they can get a second-round pick or something for him, or maybe even a late first, then why not? What about you? Would you want to give up something for Sam Darnold? Give him a tryout here? It depends on what you're talking about giving up. Would I give up a third or something like that? Yes. But the problem is you have one year with Sam Darnold. So you don't want to give up too much because then no matter what, whoever signs him or trades for him, they're going to believe in him and probably sign him to a big deal or at least a decent two, three year deal. Yeah. I wonder if you could get him, you know, and then sign him to like a Teddy Bridgewater type deal where you're giving him three years, you know, 50, 60 million, something like that. Whereas if he turns into Tannehill and, and it turns out that Gase is just terrible with quarterbacks, you know, and then Darnold goes wherever he goes and he shows out for the next couple of years and you've got a bargain on your hands. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think of all the Panthers options, Darnold would not be one of the top ones on my list. Oh, he would not be one of my top yeah. ones either. Yeah. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys agreed to a new contract worth four years, $160 million, with $126 million guaranteed. Yeah, that's wild. That's, for those who struggle with math, that's $40 million a year. Second highest played player in the league. Now, I get it. They Cowboys believe he's a franchise quarterback, and that's the going rate for a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. That being said, that scares me because I always think of Dak Prescott as a tier two, tier three type of quarterback, not that top tier one. Russell Wilson, tier one. Deshaun yeah. Watson, tier one. Aaron Rodgers, tier one. Tom Brady, tier one. Mahomes. I, I think below yeah. that, yeah, Mah- <clears throat> obviously Mahomes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But I don't leave out the- Mahomes, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I would agree that Dak is definitely a, a, a level below those guys. Uh, but he did show flashes last year, mm-hmm. and you know, even though they, I think, were like one in three or something when he went out with an injury, uh, they were putting up a lot of points, and he was putting up a lot of yards. This does, you know, I don't know the last time you can look at, you know, a quarterback or a team that won the Super Bowl with a quarterback making more than like thirty-five million dollars or something. It, I don't even know when the last time it happened was, if it it's ever happened. I mean, Brady has won a ton of them, but he always took pay cuts, you yeah. know, to to get that. I think he made twenty five million this year. So, at, you're asking a lot. I mean, he's a low cap hit this year for them. I think he's like twenty two million or something as a cap hit this year. But they've got Amari Cooper coming up for contract renewal next year, and then Ezekiel Elliott in a couple of years. You know, they could get rid of him with a low cap number, a dead cap. So. I don't know. It's going to be, I think they got a really short window giving Dak that much money. Yeah, I agree. It's only four years, though. It's not a long, long extension. And then if Dak, if they do go to the playoffs and do make some noise, four years, three years, he's going to be wanting more. I mean, that's just the way the quarterback game works. Yeah. I mean, honestly, to me, you look at Pat Mahomes' deal. And yeah, it's worth a lot more money, but Dak is going to be up. Dak mm-hmm. could have three contracts within that amount of time, you know, that yeah. Pat Mahomes got signed. So, and then in four years, who knows what the cap space numbers are going to look like? You know, he could sign a two hundred fifty million dollar deal if he I mean, the NFL is worth it. TV contracts are coming up, and yeah. they're already getting more money than last time. I think something like two billion dollars is. Oh yeah, there. If you look at like the projected cap numbers for the next five years or something, like this year is going to be. I think they're looking at like 183 million. Looks like where it's going to end up, but then next year is like 225, and then the year after that is like 260, and then I mean, just keep it's going up like crazy. So I guess now's a good time to sign that big quarterback deal because yeah. you're going to save money in the long. I mean, the Chiefs are going to save so much money. Like oh, five years from now, that that contract is going to be a bargain. Especially for someone who's been to two Super Bowls, won a Super mm-hmm. Bowl, and a league MVP. Yeah. I mean, that. And that's yeah. in three years. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, all right, I'm done talking about the Cowboys. Let's talk about some Panthers. Yeah. Some good news. Tight end Greg Olson and linebacker Thomas Davis are set to officially retire as Carolina Panthers on Thursday, March 11th at 11 a.m. Uh, the Panthers will be streaming the event on Panthers.com, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So if you're not busy at work or, you know, you can sneak away and watch it, go for it. I bet you'll be yeah. entertaining. Yeah, throw the throw the air, you know, the headphones in and at least listen to it. I imagine, uh, you know, there'll be some stories and things like that. I hope mm-hmm. the Panthers, Panthers will do it up right for them. And I'm glad they're doing this because we didn't really get to do this with Steve Smith. No. You know, uh, the other Panther legend that left most recently, I guess. I don't know what Cam will do when, when he eventually retires, if he'll come back here, if the feelings are too hurt. But Greg Olson, Tom Davis both left on pretty good terms. And it's I'm happy that they're coming back and that they're going to retire as Panthers. And we may see a little, you know, tip of the cap of Luke Keekley there. I mean, him and Thomas Davis were close. That's true, yeah. So, what if Luke Keekley, what if he like announced his return? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we right. we would be cutting backflips in the street. Emergency also, podcast, emergency podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, do either one of these have a chance at the Hall, Hall of Fame? Fame? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, Olsen probably the closest and, you know, you have the three straight thousand yard seasons was the first mm-hmm. tight end to ever do that. I think he's been supplanted by Kelsey since then. Um, was he ever the best tight end during his career? But I, don't, I don't think he was, but was he, I, at the same, was he ever the second been, best tight end? I mean, yeah, I believe he was quite a so? few times. The problem is that top guy kept switching out too, while he was always top three or four. You know, yeah, I think he's outside looking in. Um, but man, I would love to see him get in. I think I mean, both who, of these guys are going to go up into the Ring of Honor. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and who knows? I mean, Greg Olson's going to get into the media. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, you know probably have a, a great broadcasting career. He's going to get to know all the people that are voting. And who knows? You know, he could very easily get in. Um, yeah. I think Thomas Davis would be excellent in the media as well if he wanted to to do that because he, he knows a lot about football and he's very personable. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't I heard what he his plans little, are, but. I think he does a lot of charity work, and I, I yeah. could see him going more that route too. Yeah. I mean, I guess Greg also does a lot of charity work too, but. I mean, I'd love to see, I mean, personally, for me, they're Hall of Famers. I mean, you know, Thomas Davis, what he had to come back from, mm-hmm. you know, with the three straight knee surgeries for ACLs, and to play at the level that he played after that, you know, maybe he doesn't have the stats all time, he doesn't have the championships, he doesn't have, you know, the Defensive Player of the Year awards or anything like that, maybe he doesn't have all the Pro Bowls. But just as a Hall of Fame type player type guy, I you know he's there for me. Yeah. But he but he won't make it. He just he doesn't have those stats that he he's more of a pass coverage, you know, yeah. linebacker, and they just don't get the love that the pass rushing linebackers do. That's yeah. I think both of the guys good. would have had a, a nice bump had the Panthers won that Super Bowl in 2015. I think I that would have gotten Olsen maybe on the on the cusp Davis probably not but but hey I'll be there to celebrate the ring of honor you know the inevitable ring of honor initiation yep you know, we'll, we'll, we'll love to see that now that uh Tepper has actually started inducting people again right <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly all right moving on in Panthers news Something that was written in the stars, everybody expected, Taylor Bowden was franchise tagged. Woo! Woohoo! Smart move, Panthers. I wish you would have worked out a long-term deal, but since something did not happen, this was the best outcome that you could do. And, and there's still an opportunity for them to do that. I think they have until July or something to get a long-term deal worked out, so they're still going to work towards that. But 
thank God they didn't mess this up because mm-hmm. I think Moten was just a must bring back free agent for the Panthers. And I'm glad Absolutely. they did it. Yeah. Offensive line is so hard to find as we know, as the offensive line is just <laughs> taped together with like duct tape and mm-hmm. every year. It seems like it's just like, ah, we finally have a really good one on the right side. Let's just, let's just keep him move on. Let's try to find that left tackle and a couple other pieces. Yeah, it looks like his cap hit's going to be like 13 and a half mm-hmm. or 14 million depending on where the salary cap ends up. But uh I think he wants more than that. I think he wants like 15 a year, so maybe that's a bargain, <laughs> you know, for this year, but uh hopefully they get that long-term deal done. Yeah, he he's also drops the Panthers down to about 22 20 million dollars in cap space. Again, the cap number is not set in stone yet. So. Yeah. And I still think the Panthers could have some work to do to to clear some more cap space. I mean, there's so many contracts that they could rejigger to free up some money. Mm-hmm. So just change some of those bonuses to signing or to guaranteed signing bonuses, things like that. Uh, and they could probably free up another $15 million pretty easily. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you that wanna... the Panthers tagged Taylor Moten, the rest of the NFL was tagging people as well. Real quickly, the Tampa Bay Bucks tagged Chris Godwin, wide receiver. Uh, Giants tagged Leonard Williams, defensive tackle. Washington football team, soon to be named something else, I think in 2022, mm-hmm. tagged guard Brandon Sharif. Bears tagged Allen Robinson, wide receiver. Denver tag safety Justin Simmons. New Orleans tag safety Marcus Williams. New York Jets tag safety Marcus May. And the Jaguars tagged offensive tackle Cam Robinson. All these guys, not surprised. Yeah. um, The tag for safety must be pretty cheap Cheap. because I'm surprised (laughs) that New Orleans was able to tag anybody with their cap situation. Uh, and then Cam Robinson's a little older. Uh, of course, offensive tackles are, they can play until their mid 30s anyway. So it's Cam uh, Robinson. I, I thought he I think he's came like 32, out. I think. Because I remember him coming out in the draft that I really wanted him. And he's, I think he slipped to the second round. I still wanted him. Nope, he's 25. So never mind. <laughs> I was <laughs> when you lo- said 30, I was like, yeah, something what? I was looking at. Uh, said 32, but I remembered him too. And I was, you know, I remember that draft. I think we were together and hoping that we would be able to grab him. But uh, yeah, okay. Well, that makes more sense then. Now, uh, there's a there's some big names that were not tagged, kind of surprisingly. Uh, yeah. Aaron Jones, running back, Green Bay Packers. Kenny Galladay, wide receiver, Detroit Lions. That one really kind of surprised me that mm-hmm. they did not do something to keep him. Uh, running back, Chris Carson. Seattle Seahawks, cornerback Shaquille Griffin, Seattle Seahawks. He did have kind of a down year last year. So, mm-hmm. And I know these are the two names you were looking at. Tight mm-hmm. end Hunter Henry from the Los Angeles Chargers and tight end Jonu Smith from the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably the one that I'm most surprised about from that group would be Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. just because he's been such a big part of that Green Bay offense, uh, and then, and Galladay too. I mean, because Marvin Jones is also a free agent for Detroit, so I don't. I mean, who do they have at wide receiver now? <laughs> I know? don't even know what that that team is planning. Because Galladay is a good young receiver. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, you put Jared Goff out there. Okay, you're gonna move forward, Jared Goff. He has to have th- someone to throw to. At least Kenny Galladay is that type of player that can consistently do it yeah he's uh you know he's had a, had the injury or uh, several injuries i think last year but when he's healthy man he's one of the better ones he's he's mm-hmm. probably a top 10 top 15 wide receiver in the league so uh yeah it'll be interesting to see uh, i wouldn't be surprised if they found some way to re-sign him but uh he's he's probably the best wide receiver out there in terms of free agents so yeah uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's out there, too. Yeah, Smith-Schuster's out there. Yep. 
There's, there's uh, some big-name wide receivers right now out there, and it'll be interesting with the lower cap how it affects them. Mm-hmm. We might be talking about some of those here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, you want to take a quick break, and then we'll get back into uh, – or when we come back, we'll talk about our free agent frenzy. If Jerry and I were GMs, who would we go after? Everyone. <laughs> we'll be right back. This episode is presented by Away Travel. Quite simply, Away makes everything you need for a trip away. Away started with the perfect suitcase and then built from there, creating a range of travel standards developed from the travel stories of friends and seatmates. The pieces aren't smart, they're thoughtful, with features that solve real travel problems. To give the whole world access to better travel standards, Away took the direct-to-consumer approach to lower prices and the quality is guaranteed. Your Away suitcase will be with you for life. We're teaming up with Away and Podgo to give you the best deal on premium luggage by going to podgo.co slash away. That's podgo.co slash away. Away travel, here to make your journey seamless. And we are back. All right, so Jerry and I have made a list of free agents that we'd like the Panthers to go after. Uh, we have not compared lists, so if we double up on some, that's okay. Uh, I think we did. We might have looked at this a little differently. I, I had uh, a couple of guys that I think are top tier that mm. you know, eh, maybe the realistic that the Panthers might not be able to afford them. Um, but most of the other guys I have, I think, are are possible i think you went a little different and and maybe looked at you wanted to sign all of these guys yes that's exactly (laughs) how i did i tried to put it in perspective now i know that they can't afford all of these guys together but yeah i was seeing that we had 22 million dollars in cap space so let's try to let's try to spread that wealth out as much as possible instead of just going big money one guy i mean gotcha if if you want to go that way, I, I well, you know they can too. they can work the deals in such mm-hmm. a way where the first year is you know a little lower, and I mean next year the Panthers have a ton of cap space, so you're absolutely they could correct. Easily backload these deals. Um, so I think some of these guys that we're going to talk about might be maybe they are realistic, but uh, I'm going to let you go first, Jerry, and you tell me who your number one <laughs> free agent to be is. I am stealing this man from you from last year. Cornerback Chidobi Awazi, cornerback <laughs> from Dallas Cowboys. Okay. He is a free agent now, and he's a didn't better— Didn't have that great of a year. He didn't have that great of a, bad, of a year, but he's a better zones corner, mm-hmm. and that seems to be what the Panthers are now playing— or not now, but are playing under Mount Rule. So I think you could get him— fairly inexpensive five to seven or so million Mm -hmm. and yes he's younger just see if he can kind of work opposite of deshaun jackson okay Uh, i like that and i i'm i'm not gonna go my number one guy but i'm gonna dovetail off your corner Mm -hmm. pick here and i'm gonna give i'm gonna raise you a corner of my own ronald darby from washington 27 years old yeah it doesn't have doesn't yeah, he doesn't get a lot of interceptions, but he plays really good coverage, and um, I think he'd be a, a strong opposite of uh, of Deshaun Jackson there, or not Deshaun Jackson, um, Dante Jackson. Dante Jackson, Jesus! <laughs> <sighs> Football, come back! I'm losing my mind here. Um, yeah, so I, you know, Ronald Darby, I don't know how expensive he would be. Um, yeah, that's that's he's still fairly young. So, I, here's the deal, though. I think that you're gonna see some of the higher end, like the very very high end free agents are gonna get the normal amount of money. But once you hit that second and third tier of free agent, I think they're gonna be a lot cheaper mm-hmm. than they would normally because of the cap this year. Yes. So some of these guys like a Ronald Darby might be surprisingly affordable. And it, I'm very interested in how this is going to play out with this yeah. lower cap this year. 
Yeah. Because there's a lot of teams that are really still strapped. Yeah. Um, all right. We're, we're going to go snake style here. So I'll go now. Um, so I'll, I'll just give you my pie in the sky here. Trent Williams. Okay. <laughs> Offensive tackle. Uh, from the 49ers this year, formerly of the Washington football team. Uh, he's 32 years old, but still playing at a very, very high level. I don't think the Panthers would be able to afford him. I think he's probably going to be one of those top-tier one free agents that gets the 15, normal amount of money. Million yeah. a year. Yeah. yeah, I was going to put him as my top guy. Mm-hmm. But, again, I was thinking trying to sign actual you know, players. And I think we can afford this gentleman here, this tackle, Alejandro Villanueva mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh. Ta- Pittsburgh uh, left tackle. Um, gave up three sacks last year. He's not a top-tier left tackle, but I think he's a good left tackle where we could plug him in with Moten on the right side. We could get Dennis Daly on that right guard and maybe find another guard somewhere else in the draft or whatnot and we'll be good for a little while until we can find another left tackle uh, you could also consider uh, a kung bringing mm-hmm. a kung back you know, I, I thought about him he's still you know he's in that same age range you know low 30s but if he came back healthy then he's probably yeah i mean he had a uh, i think i was reading he had a, a 70 pff score or above in five of his six starts of course he only started six games so that's where you you know you have to wonder. But, yeah, and uh, I want to say Alejandro is a little bit younger Alejandro. than him. I can't. I okay. think he was in his like. Tw- no, he was like, thirty-two. Late 20. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, you know these, but the offensive left tackles they can play into their you know mid to mm-hmm. mid late thirties. You know, so like I'd say like thirty-six, thirty-seven. They could still be very effective. So, all right, you're up again. I'm going to a name that is said on this program quite often, wide receiver Curtis Samuel. <laughs> and originally I didn't think we were going to be able to afford him. Uh-huh. Um, but then I was starting to look at it, and with Juju Smith-Schuster, Kenny Galladay, um, you know, there's there's going to be some top-tier wide receivers above him, mm-hmm. and he he doesn't have the stats to say top-tier money. And I think we can maybe get a a solid deal for him in two, three years, get him under contract, and then we'll probably have to pay him in two, three years because I think last year was just his first, and he knows what Matt Rule's offense is going to do. Mm-hmm. And Matt Rule knows him and likes him, and that's why I went with him. No, I, he's on my list as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he's one of the ones that I uh, definitely want. Uh, you know, there's also uh, Corey Davis. I think might mm-hmm. be considered above Curtis Samuel. So I think there's, I think Samuel at best is fourth uh, wide receiver, but there's a few others. Um, I'll talk about one a little later. But um, yeah, I think Curtis Samuel could be like six to eight million a year, something like that. And again, if you backload that contract and the and the cap hits low up front, you know, then I I think that's doable. And- and you could do incentive based too. I mean, yeah, but I think he's going to have some offers. Um, true. I think I think Washington is going to go after him pretty hard. Uh, just my feeling on that with Rivera. What? Yeah, and, and maybe even some you know someone like Gettleman, the Giants, who you know. I think who, Gettleman drafted him. So yeah, and the Giants just gave out or they uh, Golden Tate they released him so. They are probably in the uh, in the market. Uh, so I'll go now. Um, I've got Joe Thune, a guard from the Patriots. Gave up uh, or did not miss a single snap last year along with Moten, I believe. Uh, they were the two. So just thinking of bolstering our offensive line, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, he's a guard, so he's not a tackle. But pairing him with Moten, I think, is going to be uh, you know, on that right side would be really nice. Then you either draft or find a you know Alejandro maybe there in free agency, and all of a sudden your offensive line looks pretty good. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think Thuny would be a great addition. 
Um, then you kind of solidify the guard spots. I think Dennis Daly is still penciled in at one of the guard spots. Mm-hmm. And then you have Thune, Paradis, Moten, and then you just have to fix that left tackle, like you said, yeah. with somebody. Uh, yeah, 100% agree. And again, I don't know what his... He's not on my list, but I, yeah, I saw I... him and, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what realistic money looks like for him, but... Um... You know he's a guard, so I don't think he's going to get Moten type money. Mm-hmm. He obviously wasn't franchised, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but I like him. All right, I am moving on. It's my turn, right? Uh, no, for one snake, it's my turn again. Okay. Uh, so let's see, Darby Thune. I said Trent Williams. All right, I'm just going to go. Uh, I'm going to go offense. I'm going to go Janu Smith, tight end. Uh, 41 catches, 448 yards last year, eight touchdowns. He's great in the red zone. Hunter Henry's out there, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be one of the top, one of the tier one guys that's going to get the money. Uh, but Johnny Smith, I think, would be a reasonable contract, and it would just be a massive upgrade over what we have. He's not a top end tight end. He's not going to be Travis Kelsey, but he would be. He would be a, a big improvement. I did look at Johnu Smith, but when I looked at him, I saw Spotrack have him at a twelve to thirteen million dollar a year player. Him and I, Henry were both that, and I was shied away from him because of that. I like him and Henry, and yeah. would be happy with both of them. But I went ahead and I put tight end Trey Burton on there. I figured you could get him less exp- cheaper. Mm. He's a little bit. He's young. He had some breakouts in philadelphia then he went to indianapolis and nothing happened i think you could maybe try to build on it he's bet he's proven a little bit more than ian thomas and then you know let those two compete it out i just don't know if he if trey burton i mean you know is he that big of an improvement over ian thomas like if you're talking about bringing him into to battle with ian thomas and again you and i sort of you and i sort of did this a different way right you Mm -hmm. you you're thinking more along the lines of we sign this guy and then 10 other guys. And I'm thinking, well, if we're going to, you know, what would be a great upgrade for us? And, and again, 12 to 13 million a year doesn't necessarily mean 12 to 13 million against the cap this year. So I, I do think, you know, it's possible, but yeah, I, I would be happy with Hunter Henry or Johnny Smith, but I went Johnny Smith just cause I thought he might be a little cheaper. All right. You got the next two. I only have one more. I think somehow okay. we skipped. <laughs> no, I think I think I think this is right. Okay. Because I got one more too. All right, I have defensive tackle. You know him, you love him, KK Short. I think oh. bringing back on a one or two year deal for like three million to five million dollars a year. Uh, somebody needs to be next to Derek Brown. I also look at Sheldon Rankins here. Because I want in our defensive tackle. I like Zach Kerr, but I like having at least three quality guys there. And I think KK Short coming back, he doesn't have to move, makes a little bit more money. I don't think he's going to get much money on the open market with his injury past. Yeah. I thought about him. Um, And if you can get him for $3 million a year, then hell yeah, let's do it. Um, but his injury concerns just are really concerning to me. So I wouldn't want to spend anything more than that. Mm-hmm. And I think the Panthers are pretty, I mean, with Zach Kerr who played very well last year and you've got Derek Brown and you've got Obata who could, you know, play some of that position Obata's as well. Obata's a free agent. I'm assuming they're going to bring Obata back. He's on, he's on my list here a little later, but um, I'm assuming they're going to bring him back. Uh, so I'll go with my last guy real quick. Uh, and then we'll kind of talk uh, other potential signings. So there's two here that I like, but I'm going to go with Trey Hendrickson, mm-hmm. a defensive end for the Saints. 13 and a half sacks last year. He's only 26 years old. And you take somebody from the Saints, and they don't get him back. And he gets to play them twice a year. Um, he struggled with some playing time early in his career but since he's had playing time he's looked really good he had a big sack number last year put him on the other side with uh 
Brian Burns and I mean, Brown and, and potentially Kerr or, or uh, KK in the middle. That's a good looking defensive end, defensive line. You're absolutely right, and you got to think Etor too was coming on pretty good at the end yeah. of the season. You can go yeah. ahead and spell them, and you could just rotate those guys, keep them fresh and healthy. Yeah, that would be that'd be a scary rotation. I yeah. think he's gonna be he's gonna get a lot of money. I think. That's yeah, and, yeah, and uh, and Hassan Reddick is also out there, mm-hmm. and he's like an edge slash linebacker, so he can kind of play that same position. He had 12 and a half sacks last year. He sort of broke out out of nowhere because um, the year before that, he was almost cut, basically. So he would be another one, maybe a cheaper option uh, for the yeah. Panthers. So There's quite a few edge rushers in this draft. That, or draft, uh, free, free agency. agency. Yeah. That yeah. I would not be surprised if we went and got one or two Yeah. to compliment Burns and Etor. Keep that Agreed. rush. All right, so you want to look at some of these other guys. Um, I've got like four names here that are just kind of potentials. Okay. Um, Reddick was one of them. But Jadavian Clowney. I don't know how expensive he would be because he just he hasn't been great in terms of stats. But when he's out there, he's productive. He just doesn't put up the numbers. And if you could get him at a decent price, I mean, I'd be happy to give him a shot. Well, yeah. I I, th- I think you could bring him in. I just don't know what he would cost. That's Yeah. That's I don't know what, that anybody knows what he would cost. I'm trying to... I'm, I like spot rack when they give us a little... Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find it here for, for him. It's going to be market values one year, six million dollars. Okay, not bad. Six and a half, yeah. And I'm kind of curious in the future if the organization is going to continue their thought of going strictly young because last offseason that's what they really did, except for Okung, yeah, is go really inexpensive and young and we'll see i'm kind of curious on that by the way hassan reddick went to temple so just throwing that out there (laughs) what when when rule was there i'm not sure but he's a temple man so you know (laughs) that could that could be something to point to there but yeah i mean Javon Clowney is this basically the same price as Stephen Weatherly, the money that Stephen Weatherly got from Minnesota. Who, by the way, Stephen Weatherly said, I don't know if you saw this, he said basically that when he got the money from Carolina, he just said this, when he got the money from Carolina, yeah, I could have played harder. I got a little complacent, and you know, I didn't give it my all. Essentially, he said complacent, but I'm paraphrasing the rest of it. But uh, yeah, like, screw you, guy. You know, you, you, we were expecting big things from you, or at least uh, for you to be competent. Yeah. I mean, I he was never. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. Yeah, I, I didn't like hearing that. Um, all right, you want to go? I got a couple other ones here, but you got any that you want to talk about? Uh, here's another one, another guard, Matt Feeler from Pittsburgh. Feels mm-hmm. like I'm just trying to pick Pittsburgh guys, but I'm not. Uh, another guy that's going to be maybe not the best, but another quality guy. Yeah. Maybe get him cheaper again. I think you and I have both kind of had the same thought of really trying to make sure this offensive line is patched together again. Well, we've we're Panthers fans. So we are scarred from watching the defensive line the last several years. (laughs) So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if the Panthers, you know, if they're gonna the amount of money they're they're gonna spend. I mean, they've already spent it on Moten. If they just continue that and bolster this offensive line to yeah. where whoever's back there has a has a chance, you know. I, I'm gonna throw out a, another name. Okay. I am such a homer, but I'm gonna say this name, and I'm gonna almost hate myself for saying it. Cornelder. No, I, I love Cornelder. I think that we should sign. I resigned Cornell. I think he'd be cheap. He was he was really good in the slot. If yeah. you can go, you have Action Jackson on the outside. 
you have to find somebody opposite and Uh then put Cornelder back in that slot, I think that's a good spot for him. He doesn't need to go to the outside. If outside he's dangerous for the, uh, you know, for Panthers, Uh he's going to make them lose. But inside, that's where he's at. No, I agree. Um, I'd sort of put him down at the bottom of my list of just people to mention of the Panthers Mm -hmm. that I'd like to bring back, he and KK. Um, Let me ask you about this. We could bring back Mike Davis, okay, Mm -hmm. if if the contract is right. What do you think about Marlon Mack? He tore his Achilles last year. He's only 25. But if, if the we, money is right, like if you could get him for the same price as Mike Davis, that would be a steal in my opinion. Absolutely. You know, you're hoping that the, the injury is healed or, or will be healed by the time the season starts. But I, I like that idea. Him or like Chris Carson, but I think Chris Carson might be more expensive. Um, but just you know, a guy that if McCaffrey goes down again could step in and has a history of you know, being able to put up big numbers. Or Jamal Williams, Green Bay. Yeah. Is he a free agent? Mm-hmm. Damn, so they're losing Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones? Yeah, that doesn't seem like a smart move <laughs> not to tag Aaron Jones. Yeah. I can't find a, a market price for Marlon Mack, so I don't know what he might be worth. But Well, a lot I of bet times it would that, be a those ton. injuries, people get scared. Yeah. And don't sign them to a big deal. Yeah, I mean, obviously you'd do your homework medicals-wise, but, you know, I wouldn't mind the Panthers investing a little bit of money in a backup running back, just, you know. And even if it's to bring back Mike Davis, who I think played very well last year, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'd be fine with that as well. I'm looking through the running backs. There's some decent running backs yeah. out there. James Conner, like, I'm thinking backup. I'm not thinking mm-hmm. starter. I think James sure. Conner would be another good quality backup running back leonard fournette will probably want to start somewhere i imagine he'll be back in tampa mm-hmm. man philip Lindsay's a free agent too i'm kind of surprised on that name yeah james white was one that i was considering mm-hmm. um he's definitely a specialist yeah i'm thinking more big back just because yeah. we have christian mccaffrey and reggie bonvin I, and yeah i started to put james white on my list and i was like is there ever an, a chance where I'd want James White out there instead of Chris McCaffrey? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. I got one more name for you. Okay. And this is just assuming that we don't re-sign Curtis Samuel and we need a wide receiver. And I'm, I'm taking a page out of your book here, and I'm going to somebody that I think would be affordable. Nelson Aguilar. Right? Mm-hmm. Sort of a bust in Philly. Didn't really play up to his potential, but he had a really good season with the Raiders last year. Only 48 catches, but almost 900 yards and eight touchdowns. 18.7 yards per catch. So I think he, you know, would do well sort of as a, a burner who, even though we signed Robbie Anderson in that role, didn't really play that role this year. He was definitely a, a more of a route guy. Um so I think that he would fit in well with the offense. But we don't know if he was getting open downfield and Teddy Bridgewater just refused to throw to him because that Yeah, that's seemed, true. I mean, but I would be fine with Nelson Aguilar if Curtis Samuel left. I, I, I agree with you. I think he has potential still, yeah. and he could in a different offensive scheme, like he did in, with the Raiders, kind of break out and have a really good season. Yeah. And there are... Uh... I mean, we talked about some of the wide receivers, but after the first few, it does sort of fall off. See, I disagree. I think there's a lot of big names out there. There are. That's what I'm saying. There's some big names. Like, let's just look at the names for wide receiver. Like, you've got Galladay, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, You've got Will Fuller, Mm -hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster, Juju Smith-Schuster, Curtis Samuel, Antonio Brown, technically. Yeah, although I assume he'll be back with the Bucks. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, who Mm -hmm. I know you don't like. But I wouldn't mind giving a shot to him. I, I like uh, T.Y. Hilton. I just I think at 31 years old, I'd be a little nervous about bringing him on this yeah. team. But Marvin Jones was another one that I thought about who would probably be affordable. Gives you a you know a big play know. skill set. You know, 
Oh, I really uh, anybody, like anybody that plays fantasy football knows about Marvin Jones. Uh, and then Sammy Watkins is out there. You know the the mm-hmm. perennial uh, disappointment, Sammy Watkins. Didi Westbrook. I mean, he's a he's a name that most people may not know, but he yeah. he, he flashes. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's see, Brashard Perryman. Mm-hmm. You know, that's he's a fast guy, but again, another another guy that sort of always disappoints. Uh, Rashard Higgins. Cor- he had almost a 600-yard season last year yeah. with Cleveland, only 26 years old, and he's buried on the depth chart. Yeah. Could be a breakout type of guy. Uh, I think Cordero Patterson's another one that you look at for not only from a wide receiver standpoint, but from a special teams standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. All We talk about all these guys, and Curtis Samuel's the one that I want. Like, yeah. He gives us the most versatility and – just I think fits what the Panthers want to do more yeah I 100% agree and I also think that we know we we know he works in this offense we know he can so he's finally been used let's let's bring him back yeah I mean you finally unlock him and then you're just going to give him away especially if it's like what did spot rack say his market value was you know uh last time I checked it was 13 million but I don't think he's getting that with these free agents out there. But bigger million. name, bigger. Holy crap. Let's see. They have yeah, his market 12. value at 12.4. 12. 12. Damn. Yeah, there's uh, four years, 49 million. But again, we have DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson coming up next year in free agency. Yeah. So are they going to try? I mean,. Curtis Samuel is only 25. So they could decide, hey, I want to go with Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore or go with Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Yeah. Going for. Yeah, that's true. I, uh, I don't I would I don't think I would want Curtis Samuel back for 12 and a half million dollars a year. I don't either. I mean, especially just like you said with the other two coming up who I rather would have the other two I think than Curtis because you can put somebody in that third wide receiver role that would probably be as productive receiving-wise. They're not going to give you everything out of the backfield that Curtis does. But if you got McCaffrey back, then you don't need all that. So I don't know. I'll, I'll be interested on in how much he actually makes because that just seems very inflated for a receiver who's never had a 1,000-yard season. Yeah. I mean, he had a 1,000 overall yards last year. Right. Feels like Spot Rack might be going on old data here, <laughs> you know, because this, the, like we said, this year is going to be strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're already seeing it with all these guys that are getting cut now, and it's just going to continue over the next week where you see big names and guys that you wouldn't expect to be available are going to be available. Yeah, and there's a there's a rumor going out, not, not rumor, but I've read and heard about in the NFL circles that there's some of the people believe that there's going to be a lot of big names being cut this yeah. year for. I've heard the word massacre. Massacre. <laughs> that's what they, that's what they're calling it. But uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting to watch over the next week because I mean we know. I mean, just look at the Saints. Like, I think half the league is, at least half the league is under or over this cap right now. Mm-hmm. You know I, so. I've There's heard that they may push back the March 17th deadline for free agency because of that type of situation. Yeah. I hope they don't. I know, because we're Panthers in a better a decent, position. Yeah, we're in a decent <laughs> spot right now. Uh, even though it's a little less decent with uh, the Moten signing. But that was something that needed to happen. So. Yeah. Hundred percent agree. The tagging, I guess. So I am looking at cap space now. We are 16th in the league, according to Spot Rack. That's what I always go to. Yeah. Um. So starting at 23, the Tampa Bay Bucks are in the negative. Only 300,000, so they'll be easily able to clear that. Um. But then you know it keeps going down. Like Atlanta's. 11 almost 12 million dollars negative right now see i'm looking at over the cap and i'm seeing some different numbers than you are i don't see the cowboys 
are over by about a million and a half. See, I see the Cowboys at four and a half million under. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they're have well, the, maybe they haven't updated here's a, the here's the fun Carolina Panthers one. What does over the cap have New Orleans? Uh fifty eight million in the red. <laughs> huh. Spot rack is treating them better. Fifty five million in the red. <laughs> They still have a lot of work to do. <laughs> but they can franchise tag a safety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, is All there right, I think that's going to do it. All right. Yeah. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMixPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review... With a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. And I always forget, Stephen mentioned the two other social media sites that I'm not on, that you are. Yes, we're on, uh, or I'm on, at least Clubhouse and Locker Room at Meow Mix Pod. Uh, so just kind of dabbling in it right now, but uh, you know, feel free to invite me to anything you want to talk about. Um We'll be back next week. I imagine we'll probably be back the day. We'll either record the night of free agency or the day after just to react mm-hmm. to some of the major signings. Um, so next Wednesday or Thursday, we'll be back. Um, and then after that, we'll resume our uh, yeah. normal draft profile. And if there's any breaking of course. You know, Panthers signings, we'll try to get out as soon as possible and even on a youtube video maybe yeah absolutely all right everybody well be safe out there get your vaccine if you have my wife actually got hers so she's uh she's ahead of the game yeah i'm uh, I'm gonna be in that last group i know me too (laughs) but we'll get it eventually and then we'll all get together and have a party right yes yeah (laughs) <laughs> my right. wife and i were talking about actually having our kids play because she hasn't yeah. interacted with another baby yet there you go <laughs> yeah well yeah i got a baby so let's do it <laughs> all right everybody take it easy and keep pounding <laughs>